because we're entering the age of AI. We're going to have self-driving cars and trucks in five to 10 years. 30% of malls are going to close in the next four years, thanks to Amazon. Two and a half million call center workers in the U.S. are going to get replaced by AI. There was a study in The Guardian that said the, the median African-American household net worth is going to be zero by 2053, like in 34 years. You guys see that study? No. Well, yeah, you should look it up. And so why are they forecasting that African-American net worth is going to go to zero? It's because of this economic tidal wave that is coming. This economic tidal wave is going to wipe out many working class jobs. Uh, and it's going to be it's going to be the equivalent of a natural disaster. And we know what happens in a natural disaster. Who suffers? Poor people who don't have the resources, people of color. Uh, and the same thing is going to happen in this. So that's why I'm running for president. I can see the tidal wave coming very, very clearly. Hey guys, so that was Andrew Yang. If you don't know, he has entered the Democratic, um, he has entered the race as a Democratic candidate for election 2020. Um, but welcome back to Sugar and Shit Pod. <laughs> this is Kay. This is Ty. We know it's been a minute, but we've had so many changes going on. Um, Ty has a new job, yay. That has yay. been killing her, guys. Like, she has not been able to get used to, like, this waking up and going to work shit. <laughs> it is not even a job that's killing me. It's the commute. Yeah, the commute is the crazy. Commute is I tell people all the time, Atlanta traffic is worse than New York traffic. Disgusting. Yeah, so that was Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang, of course, by his last name, if you haven't assumed, is a, a Chinese-American here in the U.S. Well, duh, if he's running for president. Um, So he's running for the Democratic Party for 2020. And basically, that was his interview in The Breakfast Club um, sometime last week. And it caught my attention because... Um, I saw it and I automatically jolted. Like when I first heard that that part of the interview, I automatically jolted because jolted because, like he said, they're projected that by 2050, that the average African American black household will have um, a net worth of zero dollars. Guys, like that's, that's 34 crazy. years from now. Yeah, we'll only be 64. So what, like our grandkids, they they trying to say our grandkids they won't have shit. shit to fall back. We won't even have anything to survive on. Like, will we even reach retirement age? So I'm not an advocate. Can, or, will we reach retirement age? Can we? Will we even be able to afford to retire? Oh, absolutely not. Not that's if what, I was. That's what it's coming down to. And he said that the reason for this is because it's for um the age of. Well, not the age of, but artificial intelligence, AI, which is what he called AI, but artificial intelligence, intelligence is replacing all of the jobs that humans normally do. So telephone operators, we've seen this in New York where they, where they mean, took down all the tolls, mm -hmm. the toll booths, and, and it's been replaced by cameras. So imagine how many people between New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, probably even Massachusetts lost their jobs behind, Connecticut lost their jobs behind that. Um... So, yeah, I, I see that already. Even the telephone operators, um, if the jobs is not overseas, it's a robot. Yep. And this is a thing that, um, especially, I know that we've had this conversation a lot in, in, our, in our family because, you know, it's when you're black and especially when you're from the Caribbean or African descent, um, your family's honing on get a traditional job because of mm -hmm. job safety, Right. But you don't even have job safety in traditional jobs anymore. Nope. Um, and we could take it as deep as even when it comes down to the medical field. Like, if you look at it like telehealth, because you have telehealth now. Teledoc, yep. Yeah, people don't even go to the doctors anymore. They just pick up the phone and have a two-minute conversation with the doctor and try to guesstimate their, their <laughs> prognosis. Yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? Instead of going to the doctor's office, paying the copay, and we could take it even further than that because people always think the medical field, like you're always gonna have a safety net in, in, in jobs, and that's not true. Because even when it comes down to robots performing, performing surgery anymore, like it's not a, of course, it's safer now that they don't just gut you open, like do these long incisions and stuff like that. But think about when all, all they have to do now to have a surgery is even something as big as a hysterectomy. All they gotta do is fall, po poke four holes in you. One hole is the camera, the other three holes is for the robot and pull your whole uterus out of a, a damn hole. Like, seriously, like, it's that easy now. So, 
if you could put a robot in an in a in an OR, that one robot replaces what five team members, three team members at the very least. It can replace a surgery tech, um, an, a standby nurse. The only person that can't. Anesthesiologists, they still need anesthesiologists. They still need anesthesiologists, yeah, but, you know, it, it goes deeper than just typical customer service jobs on a surface level as, a, like, a cash reg- a cashier, a I cash mean, register, whatever. But we're already, we're already kind of seeing, um... This shift that he's talking about. We're already seeing this shift, like, and it's not even just with AI, it's just with, um... Technology as a whole just taking over, like... Stairs closed, enough enough stores. JC Penny's is closed, the Macy's Penny, closed. Macy's, Payless, um. Victoria's Secrets. Like people are trying to like people people love to say they like to go in store, fill their clothes, try on their clothes. They really don't. I know I don't. the statistics are showing that people prefer to order their shit come out from work door. and it's waiting there for them. And if it doesn't fit, they put it right back in the box and slap a return label on it and send it on its way. And that's what he's saying. He said Thirty, he he said, thirty percent of malls will be closed by what is it, twenty twenty five? Thirty percent in the next four years, right? In the next four years. So yeah, basically twenty twenty three, thirty percent of malls will be closed. Thirty percent more than was already closed. Um, what else? Um, just I mean. I mean, he said a lot in that interview, so I think that everybody should definitely take a look and a listen at it. I know that listening to his interview um, forced me to uh, look into his politics mm-hmm. and so and his platform that he's running on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to, and like I said, I'm not in no way endorsing him because I'm just coming across him. So I don't mm-hmm. know what it is that, what he's capable of. But Andrew Yang is actually... Like Donald Trump, he is not into politics or government at all. He's an entrepreneur. He's a businessman. Listen, if Donald Trump could do it. And that's what he said. He said seeing Donald Trump win made him realize that it is not far out for him. And I think the Don- that's probably maybe one good thing from Donald Trump presidency is that a lot of people are coming out saying, hey, if he could do it, I can. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I definitely see a lot of black people running for the Democratic seat, which mm. I'm happy to see. Stacey Abrams, um, if if you guys don't know, Stacey Abrams has announced that she's running. She she lost uh, for the gubernatorial race against, well, it was Kemp stolen stole it from her. from her. Right. But back to Andrew Yang and his policies. So he has three big policies, and his three biggest policies is universal basic income for every um american over the age of 18 that lives in the united states so basically with that policy every month if you're mm-hmm. over the age of 18 and you're a u.s citizen you get a thousand dollars regardless of what your income is whether you make zero dollars a hundred thousand dollars six hundred thousand dollars you get a thousand dollars his second policy is medicare for all and his third policy is human-centered capitalism. So we all hear capitalism, and we be like, whoa, right? So when you go onto his site, which is yang2020.com, um, in brief, he says that human-centered capitalism, capitalism is an economic system, has led to an unparalleled innovation and improvement in the human condition. Many consider it to have won the war of ideas against socialism, but that simplistic view ignores that there's no such thing as pure capitalist system. And our current version of institutional capitalism and corporatism is a relatively recent development. You scroll down some more because I don't want to give y'all too much verbiage. Um, He said, currently, corporate profits isn't working for the vast majority of Americans. Um, and that it will be made worse by development of automation technology and AI, which we just discussed and which he discussed in that video. And say he then says that we need to move to a new form of capitalism, which is called human capitalism, that's geared towards maximizing human well-being and fulfillment. The central tenets of human capitalism are one, humans are more important than money. Two, not in America. <laughs> the unit of a human capitalism economy is each person, not each dollar. And three, markets exist to serve our common goal and values. Um, The goals for this policy is make the economy work for Americans, not the other way around. Direct capital to investments 
direct capital to investments to improve human welfare, not to enrich the wealth as Americans. And three, create measurements around people, not dollars. And the guiding principles for human capitalism is well-being and equality. I will be honest in saying that that sounds all good and dandy. White America ain't having that. White America ain't having that. I don't even shit gonna stay right here on his website, and that's about it. I don't even think his own Chinese people gonna buy that shit. Yeah, no. (laughs) In America, listen, all over, but in America, most importantly, money is more important than people. People, like you gotta ease into them practice. You gotta ease into that ideology. You gotta ease into that shit, like. They not trying. They not trying to hear that. They don't want it. They not trying to hear. They not trying to hear that. I think. Um, I definitely do think that um, what he's trying to do is definitely out of the box and unorthodox. Like you don't see anybody running a platform strictly based off of hey, robots and artificial intelligence and software is destroying jobs. Because even on on his website, he says, you know, robot software, artificial intelligence have already destroyed more than 4 million U.S. jobs. And in the next 5 to 10 years, they will eliminate millions more. Um, And that a third of all Americans are at risk for permanent unemployment. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Not a lot of Americans have a trade. Nope. Um, You know, we're taught to go to school. Which is why why that is smart. Because I read another article that said... um, What's the folks behind this? We consider millennials, right? Mm-hmm. What's the folks behind this? Uh, like gen- us. Generation some shit. Whatever. Stupid. Generation stupid. <laughs> no, <I'm playing. laughs> but they were just saying that more and more, um, more and more of them are choosing to get a trade opposed to um, the traditional route of going to college, which I, I feel like, like I should have done that. I feel like I should have done that. And that's what I'm moving towards now. Um... Yes, you asked me earlier what no, I don't think you I think this was a question that I asked myself internally. Well, <laughs> where are you going to get this $1000 a month to give to people? Um, so he states on his site that that $1000 a month that you giving to every American adult over the age of 18 will be paid for by a new tax that he's going to place on companies benefiting most from automation. Auto automation. <laughs> so those taxes will be coming from automation. Oh, what I say? Girl, I don't know what the hell you <laughs> Automation. Said. My bad. Automation. Um, so, see, that's that wine kicking in. So, um, I've been to to sleep tonight. Word. So, companies like um, Amazon, who oh, you pay mean all the people that benefit from being a multi million dollar company? Multi million dollar companies. So, the Amazon, the Netflixes, the Walmarts, um, all of those major companies who just this year, because of Donald Trump new taxing, paid zero. Y'all, they made the most money. They paid zero dollars in taxes. While us poor people paid what? Poor people always paying. Let's just put it up. Poor people so, always paying. So, oh, excuse me. Like $7,000, $8,000. We know someone personally that had to pay that. It was like, whoa. Like, so. I like, I like that idea. Um. Like I said, I would definitely have I definitely have to do more research and look more into him. Um, right now he he sounds he sounds good. He sounds decent. I mean, he sounds good, but he sounds like a younger, a little bit more extreme Bernie Sanders. And we've seen what happened with the last election. Like, but the I think- U.S. is just not ready for that. And seeing where Donald Trump has put us is not going to be is is not effective enough for people to vote for him. Unfortunately, I think. Like, that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. And to be honest, how I feel with all these people throwing their hat in the ring is just like, it's promising because it makes you feel like if they can do it, you can do it. You know, any young person that's just a young person and that's not really into politics or, you know, don't even understand the importance of politics. Like, yeah, they will, they will look up to this and be like, oh my gosh, if that Asian person or that black woman or this person could run for president. I can too in the future, but right. like real talk, real shit. Um, I don't like that so many people are, th- are throwing in their hats because it what is it it, it what is down the, the the good candidates the good candidates and it make it hard for the good candidates that actually have a chance 
to have a chance. But it's I like, think it also brings to the forefront is that people we weren't even paying attention to before because we didn't know them because they weren't our local, they weren't in our local pool. You get what I'm saying? They weren't part of our local politics. So the governors and the the senates and senators and um, mayors and stuff like that from from places that we don't know of. Because let's be honest, people don't pay attention to politics that's outside of their state or even their city. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And so it forces you because had I not listened to the, um, had he not been on um, the Breakfast Club, I would have never known who he was. I don't even know he was running until I probably saw it on the ballot. <laughs> you be like who this? Who the hell is that? Girl, they be like, no folks. I be in there googling. Like, like, right? Like, like huh? What's their policy? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think that does. I think you know. I don't. I'm, I'm not turned off by the options, mm-hmm. and maybe that's the millennial in me. Where oh, y'all always feel like y'all gotta have all these options, options, options. That's why y'all never satisfied. But I'm <laughs> I feel like, especially because of what happened with Donald Trump. That for us, options is necessary because everybody offers something different. And we, and we need in the Democratic Party because what's going on is that people are too extreme on both parties. Yeah. They're too extreme on the Democratic side. They're too extreme on the Republic, Republican side. And then you have the, um, what they call them, the, the third party ones that just... You know, sometimes they don't know if they're going or coming. So, I feel like it's necessary to have these options to see what fits you best. Yeah. Because Hillary Clinton, she doesn't fit everybody. No, she doesn't. Bernie Sanders doesn't I fit everybody. Like her policies. <laughs> Bernie Sanders doesn't fit everybody. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Camila Harris, Kamala Harris, whatever her name is. You know, she already started lying off rip. She don't fit everybody. Nope. She damn sure don't fit me. Like, you, now all of a sudden you want to be claiming black and Jamaican, but we never heard you talking about being black or Jamaican until you really got into government and had your eyes on the presidential seat. But you sleep with the devil. You sleep with a white man. Can we really (laughs) trust you? No. Like, so, you know, everybody's not for, like, one person is not going to fit everybody. So I think the options are necessary is what I'm saying. So that's that. You guys, just make sure that you guys go out and vote. I think um, it's also important. Um, I think it's also important um, to do your research. I feel like the last couple of elections have kind of been like um, um, a freak show. Yeah, and you know, like people more so rushing, um, rushing out and basing their votes on popular opinion. Popular opinion. You know, people not doing their research. About policies and all them um, other things. And I think it's time that we start taking this shit serious. Mm-hmm. And don't just go in the booth and be like... Just don't go in and be like, okay, I did my civil duty or whatever. Like, do research. Start doing research because it's really, really important. I No, nah, it's getting real out here. It's getting real. And we getting older, so it's effect- we are feeling the effect of it more. We are. We definitely are. We definitely are. Um, I want to talk about... Senator Flowers from Arkansas. Did you see that video? No. Let me go check it out right now. Okay. Um. Let me see if I can put it up for you guys. But anyway, she's a black female senator from, I believe it's Arkansas. Okay, okay, okay. I know who you're talking about. I was at work. I had to watch the video on mute. So I didn't get the full of what it was. Okay, talk to me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me about. So, tell me about Miss Stephanie Flowers. Miss Stephanie Flowers. Yeah, she's every black person's grandmother who is be with the shits. Don't give a shit. Is for the shits. Down with the sheets. All the shits. All the shits. <laughs> okay, and um, so basically, they had. I guess they were. Um, the Senate's had come together to discuss certain bills mm-hmm. and basically they tried to rush past a stand your ground law that I, I, I believe Arkansas currently doesn't have, but they wanted to put in place mm-hmm. and she like, Oh no, 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 no. You're not about to just rush through this or whatever. So she, um, she's basically like, nah, like that's, that's, that's not what's about to happen or whatever the case may be. Um, 
and she's lit. Hold on, I gotta find the video. She's literally like, she's pleading for the black black people's lives, mm -hmm. but also like black men lives. Like, y'all not about to keep shooting down our black men because you want to and saying that you fan for your life and you gonna hide it behind. You stand, stand your ground. Stand your ground. Is that the video? Can you pull um, it up? It's a screenshot. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the video itself, child. And be too long. I know because you know, I have so many videos and stuff that I be having on my phone because I'm like, well, we gotta talk about, we gotta talk about this. Um, but yeah, she really like. She was like, "Nah, we're not about to do this." Oh, quick interjection. Just rest in peace to George Foreman's daughter. She committed suicide at the age of 42, y'all. She committed suicide? She committed suicide by hanging. Woo, child. 42. A mother of, what, two or three with several grandchildren. So, um, let's just keep their family now. You know, prayers. women normally don't hang themselves. She must have been in some turmoil. Um... When someone tells you that they need help, listen. If listen, someone is yep. acting differently than what you know them to um have, you know, to norm normally act, offer some help. You know, some of y'all act like y'all so fucking busy and y'all really don't be busy with shit. And y'all don't reach out to the people that's closest to y'all and they be suffering. But we're going to come back to that after we um finish talking about We just had this little political segment real quick. So you got the um Senator's uh, Flowers. Oh, here it goes. Yeah, yo, if you just um Google Stephanie Flowers video, it'll pop up. Okay, hold I'm on. I'm trying to upload these stuff to the website. Do I have a right to stand my ground with some crazy-ass person walking around with a doggone gun? I don't know what the hell he intends to do. I know I am scared. I feel threatened. Just like some of y'all walking around here up in the legislature with these damn guns. That what's his name? Garner came in here walking around here with a damn gun in his under his coat. You can see the damn print. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. What the hell are you gonna do? Shoot me? Senator Sh the hell? I'm telling you, this deserves more attention. You want to come up here with all these little uh, NRA bills and bills that Alec have and all that stuff. I'm talking about my son's life. And I'm talking about the lives of other black kids. Mm -hmm. So, yep. So that was Senator Flowers. Uh, she, she said, "Why not finish shut me up?" He was like, "She, he was, he was like, you need to pipe down." She was like, "I ain't gotta do shit." Yes, you do. What you gonna do? Shoot me once he when she said that he backed the fuck down. Like, first and of all, she I real am good not in the country. One. She country, yeah, she real good in country. Um, but that's what they need, like, because you're not about to try to shut me up because you don't like what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and people do that all the time. They do that in politics. They do that in the workplace. I feel like as black women, we get that the most. Oh yeah, we get that more than black men. Oh, like, yeah. and, and you, you, and the thing is that as black women, you get it literally from everyone. You, you even get it from other black women. Right. And it's so it's it's it's, it's like why why are you silencing my voice? Or when perfect example, passport cutting. No, it was a passport cutie. It was Demetria. From you remember that reality show? But anyway, so you know she has this statement when people writing to her, writing to her and stuff like that. And this guy rolling. Um, blood, sweat, and heels. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy wrote in, and he was just basically saying like his wife always feel like she gotta speak her mind, and it's embarrassing him and all this other stuff. And she was like, she was like, the fact that she speaks up for herself embarrasses you, and you her husband, you supposed to have her back. So even when people, and so then she's going, like, she actually had a dialogue with this man. And he was like, for instance, you know, she felt like one of her co-workers um, tried to throw her under the bus and, um, like, vote a letter against her, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, and Demetria had to tell him, like, so you really is trying to shut your wife up from defending herself. And she's not, and, and what if she took that step back and said, okay, I'm not going to defend her. Oh, you going to defend her? And he was speechless. Because he's not going to defend her. Why is it that everybody feel like black women cannot talk? Like, why Why we not? Everybody can speak their opinions, speak their voices, speak their truths, whatever. But when black people do it, when black women do it, we're automatically muted. 
That shit is crazy to me. But that's another conversation for a different day. But yes, send the flowers. I on and on about that. But send the flowers. Was there any black men in the room? You know what? The video just showed her and the white man next to her that told her she had to pipe down. I didn't see any. But it's Arkansas. I doubt it. I mean, she up in there. Yeah, she up in there. But, you know. But, yes, kudos to Senator Flowers. For standing up for our black men, um, standing up for our black children, and um, ensuring that even though she did, she was just one person who did it on herself, but speaking loud enough to where they shot that bill down. Because that would have been... Oh, it got shot down? Yes. That Good. shit would have been open season. Arkansas is one of the most racist states you can't find me in that you state. can think of. Like, it's worse than Florida. And in Florida, they be on Dilly Willie with that shit. Imagine what would have happened over there. It's like Arkansas, Nebraska, certain parts of Texas. Places like that you don't want to fuck with. No, not at all. Arizona. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Black people love Arizona, though. They sure do. Mm-hmm. So, that was that. Um. So, yeah, I just... I mean, this, yeah... So I mean, this shit ain't nothing new. Black women always having having to um, black men back, and black men don't never back us up. But we're not gonna go. I'm not gonna go in there. I think we can. We're not gonna go in there. So let's talk about. Um, I think it's. A, let's talk about. Uh, we had touched on mental illness real quick. Let's just talk now. about. She's gotta have it. Finally, have a release date for season two. For maybe a year and a half. Two days. That's wild, yo. It was supposed to come out Thanksgiving no, of uh, yes. 2018 because the first season came out Thanksgiving of 2017. What happened, Spike Lee? Listen, like who dropped the ball? Was it you? Was it production? Was it the actors? Was they did? Was they wanting more money? You was trying to I give was it? Worried. I was like, um, we talking about oh, it's not coming back. We already lost. Love is. I'm so devastated. I think that I was. Really I think that was. I think that was too quick to cut the plug on that. They were really too quick to cut the plug on it, and you know, some really good people lost jobs. Um. Because I was so happy to see know, that black actress again. I haven't seen her in anything from Army, since Army Wives. Yeah, but aside from that, we know we know someone personally from elementary school who wrote on the show. Yeah. And so now she's out of a job. It's terrible, man. And you see how women have to suffer by the decisions of men again? No, we're not going to go there. We're not going to be like some podcast urge that we know that <laughs> men bash and men bash i ain't listen i two ain't minutes. Men bashing, i'm just saying <laughs> it's, just, it's just terrible now so, we're not gonna be that podcast we're not gonna we're not gonna be like that so let's talk about um just real quick because we we touched on mental illness real quick just now mm-hmm. and i just want to draw into more um <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like this this mental this mental this mental health topic and mental illness and suicide is attacking our black community and it's attacking our young people. It's not it's not attacking the black community. What it is is that black people are okay. It's two things. Black people are finally talking about it, and black people are like succumbing to it. People use simultaneously. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like pe- black people been committing suicide. But they family just hit that shit under the rug. But this day is social media, how news spreads so fast. Don't nobody have the time. They don't have the chance to hide it anymore. Agreed. Agreed. I, um, I just... Uh, it's just so unfortunate because... I, I truly feel like if people were genuinely reaching out to their loved ones, but they don't. People, people are so fucking selfish, man. Listen, the crazy thing, the crazy thing is, people care more about the people they don't know on social media mm-hmm. than they do about the people that are in their actual lives. Girl, so it's like one real person life that we went, it's a person that we went to college with, mm-hmm. and you know those sisters, the C, the Roger sisters, right? Yeah, Sierra Rogers yes, from Baylor yes, and yes, yes. and them. So their mom is like sick or whatever, been like in the hospital for a couple of months now. So this person that we went to college with, we have done events with them, we have broke mm-hmm. bread with them, mm-hmm. we have gone to brunch with them, everything like, like that. I don't even know what instance you are talking about, but I feel like I already know the person because that's just 
the way that person is. But go and ahead. And she literally went on this whole thing on Instagram, girl. Like, hey, okay, now story. I'm gonna go look at the. <laughs> it's probably not gonna be there anymore because oh, she it had story. it in her story. Had okay. it on her story. I want to say she had it on her page, but I might that might be a lie. But she definitely had it in her story, and it was just like, oh, I'm praying for you guys. Um. I'm praying for you guys and your mother and her recovery and all this other stuff. And you guys have um, been instrumental in my life in regards to, like, motivating me. And you this and you that. And she she's going in like she knows these people fucking personally. How do you know that's exactly what I was talking about? You went straight to her page. Girl, because I'm yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Girl, because hey, I be knowing, listen. Girl, she literally made me sick to the point where I unfollowed her because, listen, you know... I definitely, listen, I definitely, I be knowing, and I be cleaning and peeping way ahead of time, which is why I don't listen. I don't be on that, but that's, that's to me that shit was crazy because it made me, it made me feel a certain type of way. Because you know, people be, even when I was going through everything with grandma, mm-hmm. mind you, now I was in New York for what two years. Mm-hmm. That girl never reached out to no. me once. No, let me tell you something. When I when be, auntie was with the thyroid cancer, never reached out to me once. Oh yeah, girl. Why are you surprised though? You don't be seeing this in people. I'm not surprised, but it just be like, girl. how do you go for bat for a fucking stranger, girl? And you don't even check in on someone that you know personally, girl. and that is what the fuck is wrong with people. Folks do it every day. Are you doing it for clout? Are you clout chasing? It, do exactly. you generally just don't give a fuck? No. And then you're hiding behind. You hide behind. Oh, I'm a child of God. I'm yeah. a child of God. I'm a child of God. A child of God don't act like that. Child, we all children of God. Even serial killers are children of God. Hell, fucking what the what the Bible say? Even the devil was once God's friend or some shit like that. Like, stop playing with me. But yeah, she went on this whole thing on social, and I was just sitting there like, like. I wasn't shocked, but I was still sh- I was still taken <laughs> aback. Like, girl, <laughs> this this bitch ain't never reached out to me in two years. Out of everybody in my family that was sick, that was close to me. But when you need something, you be quick to pick up the phone and ask your favor. You want to pick the brain and see how you can move your business forward and do this and do that. I was girl. just like mm, noted, 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 noted. But um, I'm not gonna bash. So back to what we were saying. Um, yeah, I think it's important to have those conversations and reach out to the people that you love. Um, I myself started going back to counseling, which I told you guys last episode. Um, I have resumed my therapy and it has helped me tremendously for 2019 so far. I have never been so focused and so calm and so at peace. Do you see a difference in me, sis? I see you, sissy. Not really. You didn't have to think that hard. I'm trying to think. See, look, then she don't see a difference. But for me, internally, I feel a lot better. Um, do I have progress of like you know progress that I can make? Absolutely. Um, it's still a lot of things that have we haven't even touched yet, me and my therapist. But um, just knowing that I'm back in that that arena in that chair, so to say, with my schedule, I can't go to her physically. We do phone, <laughs> we do phone meetings once a week, every Wednesday for an hour. Um, but it feels good. And I intentionally pick Wednesday because Wednesday is not completely at the beginning of the week. At the beginning of the week, I can't really talk about shit the week new, right? <laughs> um, so I'll, I mean, you could talk about last week's stuff. No, but I feel like if it's in the middle of the week, enough of the week has happened to where I can be like, okay, if I have to decompress, I could decompress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could prepare me to move forward with the remainder of the week. Gotcha. And if there's anything that I have picked up over the weekend is normally when... You're mostly stressed during the week, and then over the weekend is when you kind of whoops off. Gotcha. And so then if there's anything else to pick up, like, between the the Wednesday after I get off the phone with her, Thursday, Friday, and then the Monday, Tuesday, then we could rediscuss it on, we could discuss it again on Wednesday. So I feel like Wednesday's a good, like, like a point. You know what I'm saying? Like a midpoint. Mm-hmm. Beginning point and ending point. Um, so... But yeah, listen, people like check up on your friends, man. Um, if you see someone They're not okay, don't assume that anyone is okay. Always assume that someone is not okay. That's how I look at it. Yeah, always assume that someone is not okay. Um, and let them tell you that they're okay. 
And then even sometimes if they tell you that they're okay, I feel like this. If someone tells you they're okay, but you know that that's not how they normally move, press them. Like, don't get them that, get them that space. No. Because that's, I mean, no. Yeah. That's like what Offset said, what Offset said with Cardi B. It was like, oh, they say, you know, someone leaves you um, and they come back. Then it was meant to be. But if they'll come back, that was yours. Also, it was like, I wasn't giving her that space. <laughs> Go where? Nope. <laughs> she wasn't going to breathe. Nope. <laughs> He's like, I was not giving her time to think of life without. Like, and he meant it. And I felt that shit in my soul. Of course you would feel that crazy shit. <laughs> that ain't crazy, but I get it. He like, she, he like, she not my girlfriend. That's my wife. What you mean get her space? Yeah. Space for what? We married. We married. Yes. Been married three years now. We married. So, yeah, I don't believe it. If you know that's not how your peoples operate, don't let up on them. Um, even if they don't want you to, they'll thank you in the long run. They might not thank you tomorrow. They might not thank you next week. But they might, they might look at their lives five years from now with their kids, all their new accomplishments, whatever the case may be, and be like, you know what? You did that for me because you didn't give me the space. And that, and with you not giving me that space, you didn't give me that opportunity to do what I really wanted to do. Yeah. It's, yo, it's it's really real. It's really, it's really, really real. And depression is taking folks out left and right because most folks don't want to admit that they are struggling. Like, that is a... That's a chemical, like, depression, to an extent, is a, a chemical imbalance. Like, that's not nothing you can help. Like, who gives a damn what other people think? Like, that ain't nothing you can help. I'm thinking, do you think that depression and mental illness kind of like cancer is environmental and what we are, the environments that we live in and the food that we intake or do oh, yeah. you think that it's something that's been around for a while and it's just now hitting it's the fan it, because... It's definitely been around for a while. Like, cancer has been around for a while. But it's more prominent now because just because of all the chemicals in, in, in the environment that we that we are in 24-7, that we are submerged in. And it's like, you have, like, environmental poison, but then you have poison that we willingly take in as well when it comes to social media. The media that we take in, the news that we take in, like, I don't watch the news because the shit is depressing as hell. Like, I have, and I stopped watching the news from when I was, like, in high school. And I just always knew, like, I have my own shit to deal with. I can't deal with the news, depressive shit as well. Right. And people be like, oh, you don't know what's going on in the world and boom, 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 and dun, dun, dun. Listen, I'm good. Right. I, um... I know for me, like the last two weeks, um, I have minimized. Have you noticed that I have minimized my time on social media? And people have been DMing me and everything like that. Like, hey, where you been? I haven't seen you post. Are you okay? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I'm straight. I'm just not here for this. Living my life like I'm going. I told you for 2019, my word was intent and intentional. And I'm moving with so much intent, it's not even funny. And honestly, the amount I realized the amount of time I was devoting to social media could be going into my plans. It's a lot. It could be going out into making money so that I can put into my plans. Yeah. So it was just like, it wasn't serving me no purpose. And yes, I need social media for my businesses, but I didn't need it as much as I've been on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, everything has to, has to, has to be in moderation and i feel like honestly the social media thing is excessive like it and really i could is. personally say that on my end like it's excessive so i cut down on that um i do appreciate people reaching out to me thank you that's what i mean by check on your friends check on your peoples like the first three people who who reached out to me are not even people who i'm close with like that that's the crazy thing. It's never the ones that that you feel should be checking in on you. That should be checking in on you. It be random ass folks. It be random ass folks. Like I was listening to um, there's this girl that I follow on social media. Her name is Amber Janae. And back in I think it was like December, she lost her, lost her father. Apparently, he had been um, battling cancer for a couple of years. She lost her father, and her and her mom were on their podcast, and they were talking. 
And um, she was just saying that, like, when her, her father passed away, that people literally, like, the people she just thought, like, was going to have her back, like... Did not. Either did not contact her or only hit her up on social media or only text her. She was like, these are people that's like her ace boons. Her father just died. And it was social media or text messages. Bitches be wild. Ain't nobody called her. Bitches be wild. Like, no, seriously. Like, bitches be out here wilding. Like, y'all be on. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, they be on everybody else's fucking dick but the people's dick they need to be on. Like, I'm your friend. So I'm good enough for you to party with. We could get drunk mm-hmm. together. We could do this. We could that. We could go on. We could go on trips. We could on go on social media. You wanna? You wanna? My BFF, don't my best friend look good? Mm-hmm. Ah, my day one. But my, my dad, fucking dad died, died and you can't you pick up the phone to Bitch, call. you don't even send me a singular rose. No nothing. Terrible, right? Bitch, time is free. Time is free. Time is time free. Is free. You can't give me no time, not a shoulder to lean on, an ear to listen to, no nothing. Y'all hoes is out of control. Y'all bitches is out of fucking control. But you know what? My mom always told me the older you get, the smaller your circle get. And yeah. that's for real. And it hurts. And it's hurt. It hurts when it's happening and when you're going through it. And you 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 feel like you losing people and people dropping out of your circle left and right. But you ain't losing nobody. That's God necessary. blessing you. Yeah. That's God blessing you. Let me tell you. One of the one of the 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 strongest structures in the body. Do you know what one of the the strongest structures in the human body is besides the bones? Tell me, Miss Biology, the artery. And you know, you wanna know why the artery is so strong? Why? Because it pumps blood away from the heart and through your body. Mm. Right. And so, without that, without the artery. There's no blood. Everything else dies. There's no blood flow. There's no blood flow to your extremities. There's no blood flow to your gut. Hell, the the blood can't even flow back to your heart through the veins. There's no blood flow. Right? And, but sometimes you literally have to pump things away from you for your own survival. Mm. And it takes strength to remove those people from you. Come on, Dr. K. Ah, you like how Come I did on, that? Come on, Dr. K. But you have to, sometimes you have to literally, sometimes you have to walk away. Sometimes you have to say, is, is, there is no ill feelings. There's, there's no feelings at all. Mm -hmm. But this, we can't, this can't happen. We can't do this anymore. I have to, you have to go away from me. I have to go away from you. Yeah. And it might, and it might hurt at this moment, but the long run is going to strengthen you. Because extra, extra, what extra weight do to you? After a while, if you're obese, right? Mm-hmm. After a while, what it does to you? It makes you tired. Your, your joints hurt. Your back hurt. Bitch, it I am tired. You, you are dead fucking weight. Bitch, you is wearing me the fuck down. You got to go. You got to go. And I'm telling you, when it comes to, when it comes to death, marriage, and kids, you always see who's there for you. Yep. When it comes to the major highlights of your life, you always see who's there for you. You always see who's there for you. Someone posted a picture on Instagram, and it was a it was a guy who posted a picture, and it was a picture of this girl getting married. Her, her husband is at the altar kissing, and her so called best friend in the in the background just with the ill face, just eyeing her down. And he said, "These are the bitches y'all be y'all be con- y'all be um." Confiding in. No men don't need to be calling no female no bitch. No, no, no. He didn't say that. But you know, I like to reword shit and call everybody bitch. <laughs> this is the bitches y'all be confiding in, and this is how they be looking at y'all behind y'all back. They be the ones. They be the ones. That's why if I have any issue with any any of my friends, you I, got it. I'm good. I be letting <laughs> them know. I be letting them know straight up how I feel. And if you don't change, then I wasn't important enough for you to change. I don't. No, we thirty. I don't feel like I need to. I don't. I don't have to. Like it should. You should know what you should be doing. Shit is a fucking given. I don't have time. That's just like how I had to do Angelica in August. Like, bitch, I'm thirty now. Our parents are friends. We ain't gotta be. You cheap as fuck. You got to go. <laughs> 
And it, did, did I miss my words? Not one. Not one. Not one. Not two. So... Yeah, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta look at. Sometimes you gotta look at your relationship just like how you look at your body. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If it's if it's if it's if it's harming you, it's draining you, it's making you feel tired. You're unmotivated. Your your attitude change when that person is around or this circumstance happen. You're not enjoying it. It's not fulfilling you. Um. Uh, entitlement is in place like people feel like they're entitled to you all that stuff it has to go it has to go it might feel good for a minute but if you feel like it's like a sugar rush like i take i intake the sugar right the moment, now okay. yeah and then but then i feel drop. like don't do it get rid of those people it's it's a wrap it's a wrap like they said the average person is living to what 86 now y'all so that means we all got at least if you're in our age group, about 56 years left. You better Who be is spending 56 years not not doing it? So, that's my just takeaway. Listen, just, listen, you guys. Check on your friends. Stop with the fake shit. Like, if you're not happy with the circumstance or person that's in your life, just get rid of it. It's really easier said than done. It's really easier said than done. Um, And, I don't know, guys, but... I've been feeling good about 2019. Like I said, my I said my my uh, word for this year was intent, and I was gonna move with intent. Yeah, we about to be in April, and everything that I manifested has been coming through. Um, I have been moving with so much intent. I don't I don't even recognize my recognize myself. I'm like, bitch, you've been productive as fuck. That's good. How do you feel so far, sis? I feel good. 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 I mean, I feel like I'm in a good place. Um. 2018 was a little rough, but 2019 is not bad. So I'm not going to complain because there ain't nothing to complain about. There's nothing to complain about. I'm going to give y'all this one takeaway before we go. And this was actually posted on the Sugar on Ship Pod Instagram. So y'all can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, everything like that. Sugar on Ship P-O-D. Um, and we posted this, what, yesterday. It says, it's okay to cut toxic family members out of your life. Blood ain't that thicker than peace of mind. That's a different top, um, different conversation for a different day. Because that legit could could go on for like about two hours. We won't hold you for two hours. But, but, feel, but feel that last part. Blood ain't thicker than peace of mind. They said something right there. It's showing the thing. Blood is not, not thicker than peace of mind. Um, I think the only blood that is pe- that is thicker than peace of mind to me is my mom Mama and blood. my twin. And aside blood. from that, sometimes they be getting on my damn nerves. I be like, okay, block activated. <laughs> Listen, but um, you know, I'm good for a blocked. Yeah, guys, like don't don't let people drain you. Don't let society drain you. Um, my biggest thing it will be stop competing with others especially people you don't know people that you're literally just watching through a fucking and that's why everybody is suffering the way they're suffering yeah financially suffering mentally suffering physically suffering yeah i'm not trying to live outside of my means this year like i'm acting like a jewel i'm about to update my passport for the 150 and that's gonna be my only splurge until i start going on these vacations and that is it that is it and tata paying for those when she get paid this friday who told you you been said you was. I was just reminding you on air. Uh, 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 oh, because uh, you uh, think you say on air is going to force my hand. Ain't got to force you. I don't know about you. I'm going to renew mine, though. Shit. Don't renew yours. Hell. I'm just going to have to find another travel partner. Okay, I'm going to have to renew mine. I was talking to Gingy the other day. She was like, she sent something weeks ago and still didn't get it. What? So, so pay that extra $50 and get it expedited? Mm-hmm. Mm. She sent it here in Georgia? Yeah, this is where she, yeah, this is where she lives. Um, well, anyway, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Sugar and Shit Pod. This is Kay. You can find me on Instagram at, what is it? Ooh, hold on one second, Instagram, y'all. I'll always forget K-E-E-N-Y-A my Instagram. K-E-E-N-Y-A underscore B underscore. Y'all, I always forget my damn Instagram. I'm sorry. K-E-E-N-Y-A underscore B underscore. Um, Ty, give them your social media handle. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Takedi, T-I-K-E-D-I. And you can follow the blog on Instagram and Twitter at Sugar 
on shit pod yes and then also ty don't forget to check out her website shop t-i-k-e-d-i.com all her pieces are handmade dresses handmade shirts um everything of that sort um what else? 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 Oh, we are doing so well with Airbnb, guys. We have to do a separate podcast for that. I just want to see how to continue to grow before I go out there and give advice as if I'm an expert when I'm just starting out. But it's definitely one of the best decisions that I've made so far for 2019. Um, we have events that we'll be planning in Atlanta, New York for the for this year. Um, so hopefully we can get those up and off the ground um what else 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 um but yeah that's what we've been working on um just give us some time guys like we are we're doing a lot like seriously we are re- um, relaunching downtown virgo the airbnb ty has her nine to five now well it's really seven to four but then when traffic she don't get home till six and being we around have, folks all damn day is literally draining the shit out of me right we have podcast the podcast um and again um i've been hosting like little get-togethers for like local women in the atlanta area just trying to get people together to congregate you know what i'm saying like you know the the only people you can learn from is not the people that you know personally um so yeah we just been busy y'all just been busy and again moving with intent oh shout out to our friend y'all check out our friend sheila um she was actually she has launched her new uh blog and website um so you can follow her on instagram she miller s-h-e-i miller m-i-l-l-e-r her new blogging website is oh shit she took the website out of her um instagram because she was just on um well check her out on voyage atl voyage atl.com slash interview slash conversations inspiring sheila miller and her um, website is she miller.com so s-h-e-i-m-i-l-l-e-r.com she is part of a sister duo her and her sister are gold. Yeah, they're the fucking shit. And then she's also part of a, a married duo. Yeah, her, her husband are shit too. So I like, mean all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like she's like she's killing it. We've known Sheila since college. Yeah. And I love that. The yeah, the way her and her sister move is amazing. it's it's amazing. Um yeah, check out check out her um Check out her, her website. I think you guys will love it. She have like um, decor on there, recipes, fashion, just everything for the um, millennial woman. The millennial woman, mom, wife, uh, all of that girl. All of that good stuff.